0: Today is Monday, May twelfth, two thousand eight, and you're listening to episode number eighty-four in the Taylor Merrick podcast, sponsored by GoDaddy. Today, you learn about learning from mistakes. This is urgent, and Windows XP is Service Pack three. To the Taylor Merrick Podcast, the three in one podcast on finances, business, and technology. Podcasting to you from the studios of taylormerrick.com, located in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Here's your host, Taylor Merrick. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Taylor Merrick Podcast. All right, we got a lot of content to cover for tonight. Welcome, if you are a new listener. Glad to have you on the show. I sure hope you learn something and apply it to your life, if you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, feel free to call our toll-free number 1-866-TMP-2860. Or if you don't feel like leaving a voicemail, you can email me, taylor at taylormeric.com. If you don't feel like emailing, and you just want it to be a general comment, you can go ahead and do that. Go out to Taylormerrick.com and write a comment out there. By the way... If you have a mobile web-enabled phone, you can head on out to TaylorMerrick.com. It'll show, well, in my mind, it could do better with some changes. I don't like the orange. I want blue. I want to be able to change the theme. But orange is what we have. But on your web-enabled mobile phone, you can view the entire Taylor Merrick podcast site. And formatted perfectly well to fit right on your phone. If you don't have a web-enabled phone, you just have a regular phone, why don't you try this? Dial 1-831-480-3979, and the latest episode in the Taylor Merrick podcast will stream to you right over your phone. Don't even need to have an iPod. (laughs) You have that capability right there to listen to it. I've been trying to get the forums up, people. I know some of you have been trying to access it. I've been having difficulties. Ugh. More more things that need to be fixed. But this past week has been an excellent week. Lots of things have been going on. I have lots of content for you. But first off, I got several comments. And for those of you who commented, comment is greatly appreciated, no matter what kind it is and I'm always glad to hear what you are thinking this is actually for episode number 83 for the blog archive 140 at TaylorMerrick.com got a couple link back from kindo and glad about that for the interview I got a comment from Biff his question being his comment what are your career plans? Can you share your resume? We, the audience, need to know what your background consists of. It's easy to speak in generalities about business, technology, and finance, but we want expert opinion. And another comment by John Graham says, Hi, Taylor. As someone with zero real-world experience and maybe, at best, a shoddy understanding of a book, I think you would benefit more people by not listening to this podcast and trying to understand what you're saying and maybe look at real advice. Having rich dad is not good financial advice. Also, that $50 the guy spends on cable, maybe that's for internet to download your podcast. I wrote a response out to that. It's also on the site, but I'm just going to read it here. First of all, thank you for the comments. To Biff, my career plans are to be in the area of business, running my own companies, and helping people succeed in the area they need most. As for my resume, I can put down the many various businesses that I've run, from a popcorn stand to a lawn care business. The knowledge have. That I have gained has come from personal experience as well as books I have read and applied, and I'll add to that from listening to other people. Also, to John, what do you mean, real-world experience? Does not running my own businesses, reading books, and listening to others' experience count as such? What advice should I be giving out that would whet your appetite? Also, I'm not quite sure what you mean by rich dad. Are you meaning my father? And what are you meaning by that question? As to the last statement being uh, referring to the $50 a guy spends on cable, I personally pay for what I use. I pay for the internet. I pay for my clothes. I pay for this domain name and hosting. I even paid for the computer I use that I'm recording this show on, as well as all the games, all the software, everything. For everything I wanted, I paid for it out of my own pocket. My parents have not. And where did that money come from? The businesses I ran. Feel free to send in your comments. I'll be glad to read them on the show. I, I'd love it if you clarify. We can get some discussion going back and forth and be able to expand on that. I'm not gonna hold you guys back any longer. I hear you guys are at the gate, ready to go. So, for episode number 84 of the Taylor Merrick Podcast, sponsored by GoDaddy, for finances today, it is learning from mistakes, for business, this is urgent, and for technology, it's Windows XP Service Pack 3. Now, when you think of purchasing your domain name or getting web hosting, what do you usually think of? Probably think of GoDaddy. And for good reason. GoDaddy is considered the Google of web hosting, and domain names. All of these great benefits that GoDaddy has to offer. They now offer blog support, podcasting support, domain names. You should see the amount of domain names they have. .me, .mob, .tv, .com, .org, .us. Everything, anything you can imagine. And you want to know what? I have a special deal for you. When you go out to purchase your domain name, I have some codes for you to use. When you're getting your web hosting order, use the code POD11 when you check out. That's P-O-D-1-1. Now, if you're just getting a domain name or a miscellaneous item, anything that doesn't fall under web hosting, go ahead and enter the code blue 11 blu one when you check out. You'll save 10% on your order and be spoiled by Z number one domain name registrar In the world, GoDaddy. Okay, now as for finances today, it is learning from mistakes. A lot of it right here, you could probably relate to. What I'm meaning by learning from mistakes is learning by your own mistakes that you've made in the financial world. Traps that you've fallen into that you now know of and avoid as well as several other things that have gone on in your life. But I purposely left out a word because I think it is the most important word ever. That word is the word others. It's really learning from others' mistakes. Now, yes, I know that when you started Walking as a baby, you had to go through your own personal experience of falling down on your rear end multiple times. And band-aids and bruises and bumps and scratches later, you now will know how to walk. And the same principle does apply. But you learn so much more from other people's mistakes than you actually realize. Passed on from your parents. Passed on from friends, passed on from relatives, passed on from people you admire that might not be in your family, passed on from other people. From what you've read about the experience of about what they're saying about learning from mistakes. And this is actually tying back all the way to Biff's comment and about it saying it's easy to speak in generalities about business, technology and finance, but we want expert opinion, we, the audience, need to know what your background consists of, and my response to me, the knowledge I've gained has come from personal experience, as well as books I've read and applied, as well as listening to other people. The most important skill in the face of the planet, you have two ears and one mouse. You listen more than you should talk. Through listening, you learn more than through talking. Granted, you do learn through talking, but you learn more by being quiet, by listening, by understanding, by comprehending. That's exactly how you learn. Me listening to the greats out there, Donald Trump, Robert Kiyosaki, Dave Ramsey, as well as my own grandpa, which have, has passed away now, as well as my own parents, as well as from friends, as well as from other relatives. I learned a lot. Do listen when you get the chance, when you get a little bit of a financial advice. Do listen. It will turn out to be very helpful down the road. It'll help you from jumping in the same hole that they have fallen into. Sort of building on your friend fell in a hole... And he knows where the hole is and how he got to the hole and how he fell in the hole. And he sees you doing the same exact thing. Well, he, as your friend, is going to warn you saying, Hey, if you keep going this way, you're going to fall in a hole just like I did. And you're not one going to want to do that. You learn not to go that way and fall in a hole. Thanks to your friend and his advice. A lot of what goes on in the world today has been influenced from other people's advice. A lot of it has, in more ways than one. Learning from mistakes. You might think it's a bad thing, but you know what? Mistakes are the best thing for you. Especially learning from others' mistakes. Now that's not sitting there watching them laughing as they go into a mistake. It's actually just sitting and listening to them and listening to their advice. I actually had a friend on Facebook, one of the quotes that they have is actually probably one of the quotes that I'd take and probably adopt into uh, my own life, although it has always been there, just hasn't been out in the forefront too much. This is a quote. A smart man learns from his own mistakes. A wise man learns from other people's mistakes. Getting the advice from the other people who made a mistake, who went down the same road, that helps you. More than having to go through it yourself. Listening to other people's advice prevents you from going down many bad road, many bad decisions that could ultimately ruin your life. And how do they know? They experience it. And they in turn are telling you because they have a general concern for you and they don't want you to see you fall into that same trap. Let's think about it a bit. I'll leave you with a quote. A smart man learns from his own mistakes. A wise man learns from other people's mistakes. If you'd like to comment, we have three methods for you to do that. You can call it in, you can email me, or... You can go out to the website and post a comment there. That is it for finances. We'll be right back with business. Blueberry. This podcast is a member of the Blueberry Network. Blueberry. No East. That's blueberry. B L U B R R Y. dot com. Blueberry.com. This podcast is proudly listed at podcastpickle.com. Now, as for business today, it is This is Urgent. And I announced this in, in the notes of the last episode, episode 83, about having a sense of urgency in your presentation. You will find out that by adding sense of urgency, having it done now, do a lot more to close it right in front of you than have it put off and have it the possibility of falling off the table and never getting around to it. Having a sense of urgency. Assuming the sale. I guess you could call it in a ways. Having the presentation in a way that customer knows, let's get this started right now. Let's not wait. Every great salesman knows that. Having a sense of urgency in her speech. And this is, could be an example of how it would sound. You're describing the great benefits of your product, your service, showing the many recommendations and reviews that you've had, and person's definitely interested. You talk to them, then they have a general idea about what they want, and then you say, how does that sound to you? Do you have any questions about that? Add something that kind of, it, it just feels like it. you threw off of your presentation, and now they're sitting there wondering, okay, they why are they feeling uneasy? It could very well not be the case you're not feeling uneasy, you're feeling confident excited, could be interpreted wrong, but... They could very well discourage that sale from happening, and they'll say, well, think about it, I have to see if I have enough money, insert excuse here, basically, when what you should be doing is, after presenting your product, your service, saying, why don't we get you started right now with that? Let's get started. Having a sense of urgency. And you, you can word it into whatever way would fit in your industry about closing it in a website. It would probably be... Why put this off when you could have a website up right now drawing people to your site? Drawing p- companies, drawing people, drawing interest... To your product, to your service, spreading the word, and getting more sales. Win for the business, win for you. Or, let's see, I found this from a personal experience when I had my lawn care business. When I actually would go around, door to door, gotta love my mom for teaching me that she's in business, so she knows what she talking about, but sent me out... And say go knock on the door. You get ten no's before you get one yes, but don't matter. Just keep going. What happened when I went toward the door? Of course, I'm nervous, very nervous. And I say I would like to cut your grass and leave it at that. When instead, what I could have been saying is, I'm with seasonal yard care. What I do is I take care of your grass. I make sure that it looks the best on the block. Envy of every other's. If you talk to my past clients, you'll know they absolutely love the work that I do for them. They're absolutely thrilled with the work that I do for them. And they kind of have that little twinkle in their eyes. They're like, yeah, you know, my one does look better than the other person's right there. And maybe not even going with that factor, but. Even still, having your grass green, neatly cut, neatly trimmed, presents a better home. That's one of the many benefits I could list. list goes on and on and on. But your lawn will look the best on the block. You'll feel happy. You don't have to do a thing. We'll take care of it. Everybody else will be happy that comes to your house, passes by your house, or lives nearby. They'll say... Wow, now that is a neat-looking lawn. Win-win-win situation for everybody, right? Why don't we go ahead and get you started with that. We have schedule right here. We can set you up for when you want your grass cut, either weekly, bi-weekly, having your trimming. Let's get started right now. And as well as in a place that I work, I've learned to do that as compared to, I didn't do that when I was <laughs> in my seasonal yard care business. I sort of just sat there and like, well, as any other 12 year old would, sitting there kind of nervous, I'm with seasonal yard care and I'd like to cut your grass, I do a good job of cutting your grass and I cut it every week and your grass will look nice. And I come cut your grass. Instead of assuming a sale, yeah, I was kind of nervous there, which probably contributed to my many no's, but still, now that I know in the sale, let's assume that it's closed, say so let's get started right now, today, you start reaping the benefits because you've started, you've taken the initiative today, and that will pay off in the future. On down the road because you took the step right now rather than having to wait and put it off. Of course, obviously, win for you because you got another client, but also a win situation for them because they're thinking, perfect, I got what I wanted, we're gonna get this done, and insert benefits here, insert happy comment here, whatever joyful thing you would want to put right there. Yeah, that's exactly how it works. Having a sense of urgency, assuming the sale, because you've identified that there's a need in their life, what they're doing, and you have a product that, product or service, that can ultimately benefit them, not only now, but on down the road as well. And then just bringing that across, bringing across the benefit bringing across the need, meshing them together, saying, this will fit your need perfectly. And you won't have that need anymore because it'll be fulfilled. It'll be a happier you. And that's exactly having a sense of urgency, having the sense of assuming a sale. If you have any questions, feel free to call 1-866-TMP-2860, email taylor at taylormeric.com, Or you can head on out to taylormerrick.com and post a comment there. Either way, I'm looking forward to your comment. That is it for business. We'll be right back with technology. You are listening to yet another one of the fine members of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more of the member shows over at techpodcasts.com. As for technology today, it is Windows XP Service Pack 3. There's an article I found on CNETnews.com Posted today... XP Update Throws some for a loop by Ina Fried. Definitely interesting. Why? Because I have an indie processor. That's right here. Owners of some AMD-based computers are finding that the move to Windows XP Service Pack 3 has sent their systems into an endless reboot cycle. And uh, now while the root cause is complex, it results from the OEMs improperly placing a Windows XP image created for an Intel-based computer onto a machine with a non-Intel chipset, according to Microsoft. Microsoft issued guidance to OEMs, advising them to load only Windows XP images onto like hardware in 2004. And there's a lot of notes and forums and linking back, back and forth about this. If you have a problem with that... Uh, Feel free to contact Microsoft Customer Support. Now, this re- reboot cycle glitch is the latest hiccup for Microsoft with the Service Pack update. company had to rela- delay this release after discovering at the 11th hour an incompatibility with one of its own programs. And Now, with that, uh, Microsoft Dynamics Retail Management System could face data loss if they run that program in conjunction with SP3. After delaying the release because of the issue, they finally made the update available last week after creating a filter to ensure that if you're running that uh, Dynamics RMS system did not get offered Service Pack 3. <laughs> this is funny, reading some of the comments, uh, RMVA said I'm appalled that Microsoft didn't anticipate this problem, they obviously knew about it 4 years ago. Uh, it's funny stuff they're dealing with that. Me, I'm probably just going to stay at Service Pack 2 until they by sure. Get this fixed. Because I don't want to up to Service Pack 3 and go through this entire stupid cycle of not being able to record a show because my computer constantly keeps rebooting and it's broken and this and that and the other. I'd rather have a stable, and stable, I mean stable, update. I can change and upgrade to not have to worry about it affecting everything else. See, a link to this is in the show notes. You can go ahead and comment on it there. There's a whole bunch of linking going on between ZDNet, Microsoft Forums. You can contact Microsoft Customer Support if you have that problem. Or you could go here, post the comment here. TaylorMirc.com in the show notes. You can go ahead and do that. You can go ahead and run around and look for more maybe out a solution on how to work around this. And well, I also want to know for those of you who have AMD based computers, upgrading the service pack three, did that go well for you? Did you have any reboots? If so, feel free to explain how it went, just so that others in the audience know exactly what to expect if the same problem happens to them. And if you have a solution, feel free to give it a solution. For those of you who may be experiencing a problem looking for a solution, that always helps right there. I'd like to hear what you think. And we have the means, the mode, and methods available to further the discussion. One way is via phone. Toll free, six six. TMP2860, as well as email, taylor at com, as well as posting in show notes, Taylormerrick.com. I'd like to hear what you guys have to say, and in the meantime, that is it for technology. Thanks for listening to this episode in the Taylor Merrick podcast. Show notes for this episode and past episodes can be found by going to taylormerrick.com. If you have any questions, comments, ideas at any time, please call 1-866-TMP-2860. Don't forget to join in the conversation at the Taylor Merrick podcast forums. I'm Taylor Merrick, and I will see you next week.